Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. This is the list in your boy. This is our midweek news show for those of you that are new. And I know there are some of you that are new here. Uh, we kind of wrap up the the week. Not wrap up. We're, we're about to kick off a whole new week of wrestling. <laughs> but, but we do our best to wrap it up. Keep we wrap up updated. on Wednesday. That's what we do. We wrap up on Wednesday. Yeah, we wrap up on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if we'll have anything worth talking about today, but we'll do our best. Yeah, we're just going to have to take super chats because we got no news. Yeah, no news. I mean, by the way, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. You might be new here. We've got tons of interviews on Fightful, tons of post-show podcasts. I know it's the first time for a lot of people here, uh, but you can also tap that little dollar sign at the bottom of YouTube.com slash Fightful's window. Donate a super chat that will get your question or statement read on the air. And... um some stuff happened, Jimmy, or it's happening. happening. Some stuff is perhaps actively happening. Sean Rossap, look in my eyes. What do you see? Now, I got to give you props, Sean. And and off the air, I do put you over a fair bit, as you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Sean, not only you know are you always breaking news and you're doing things the right way and you're getting confirmation first and all of that, you've all he always he knows stuff before he breaks it. And because he always wants to make sure he does his due diligence and what we're about to talk about, uh, he knew about this for days, uh, but wanted to do things. Yeah, but he wanted to do things professionally and he wanted to, you know, get his confirmations. Good for you. Like kudos to you for doing things the right way. A lot of others would have broken it the same day. You know, they would have, and they would have, and they would have just kind of dealt with the repercussions afterwards, but you did things the right way. I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell us what you know about Phil Brooks. So I heard about this this situation about a week and a half ago and you know i'll have like conversations with people and several 
pieces of news will sort of come up. And this was one of those things in that conversation that I was like, well, that's so far fetched that probably <laughs> like I'll get around to it. Like, there's no way. Like, I, of course, we've all heard uh, maybe maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't happen for sure so long. And then I started bringing it up to people and they were like, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. And it was specifically about CM Punk having conversations with AEW about a potential in-ring return. And from what I understand, it's never gotten as serious as they have been. And uh, that goes for any company. I'm going to have some more news on FightfulSelect.com this week about other companies that have reached out to him. But also, by this morning, people in WWE had somehow learned that I had learned really? about this news. And they were like, like, not even like saying like, hey, run it. I was going to run it today anyway. The plan was noon Wednesday. Um, seems like a good time to drop AEW news. And they had like, there were people in the company that were like, well, these people were under the impression that he was going to go there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this is not a piece of news that I think that either AEW or CM Punk side wanted out. I think it was probably something that if it does happen, which we have not confirmed that a deal has been signed, that anything has been finalized, but that talks were happening and were very serious. And this would be very, very big for AEW, and people can talk about his age all they want. Guess how old Chris Jericho is right now? Mm-hmm. Is significantly younger than CM Punk, or significantly older than CM Punk. Yeah. Um, I, we're getting crazy super chats which we're going to spend obviously a lot of time on this uh, and you know to put things into perspective because this might blow people's mind Seamus is older than cm punk that that is mind-boggling that is mind-boggling it is uh as you know i was you know i was quite frankly a little concerned when i broke this news i'm like am i gonna get blackballed am i gonna get like any of that and I, i wouldn't say that i was assured i wouldn't be but it was indicated to me no you're probably not that's not the way that tony Khan or AEW does business Right. But this I, I, originally when I was told, I was like, oh, well, you can't let this out because I don't know if like more than a few people know. Well, as it turns out, I know that more people knew about it before when I heard about it because I've heard of another media member reaching out for confirmation. But I think they asked if he was signed and I don't think anything's signed. So, you know, obviously from a promoter perspective or a confirmation perspective, somebody says, Hey, is this guy that you probably want to keep secret signed and mm-hmm. they haven't signed on the dotted line? It's mm-hmm. real easy to say no and that still be forthcoming and true and all that. Uh, but don't know if the deal will 100% get done. I mean, I hope this isn't a situation like, for example, a couple of years ago, we had heard that the Eminem 2K thing was a done deal. Well, then when it, the news got out that it was, that deal was pulled. Yeah, and probably a good thing for Eminem to not be associated with that crap game that came out. <laughs> but um, my God, we, we've got so many super chats already. But Jimmy, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on if this happens and well, kind of what's out there. I think your track record speaks for itself, Sean. So, Thank so you. you know, not not that I'm going to sit here, you know, rhyming off all the stuff that Sean broke that turned out to be accurate. But I mean, look at Goldberg. That was you that broke that, uh, and you even went so far as to say it was going to be Goldberg Lashley at SummerSlam. And so uh, I think your track record speaks for itself. I think you've been very honest in saying that you haven't heard it signed, but that it looks like it's a, it's pretty close. Uh, I'll say this about CM Punk. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a massive fan of him personally as a talent, but I respect him 
because he's one of these generational guys that has managed to stay relevant, even though it's been almost a decade since he's been in the ring. Yeah. And that that's a special thing. You can't say that about everybody, you know, not, not every talent who is years removed from a WWE ring still gets a, a chant of their name in an arena full of people. And so he, he's definitely a, a popular figure. He's a polarizing figure. He would be big for AEW. Uh, I mean, look at what happened with Fightful Select today. You know, it, it, Fightful Select blew up today when Sean broke this, and we, you know, we, we suspected that it might. He's got a fan base. And uh, so this will be big for AEW. I will go so far as to say, with or without Punk, I'll go so far as to say that by the end of the year, Dynamite's peak quarter is going to surpass Raw's low quarter by the end of 2021 because you see the momentum that they've got and you see how, you know, things are, yeah, they had, they had a hot raw this week in terms of viewership because of live crowds, because of Cena, they'll be back to one five in short order. If creative continues the way it did on Monday, it's a, it's a, it's a great time for uh, for AEW and it makes sense for punk because he's not a stupid guy. He sees creative guy. Yeah, and he sees creatively how how talent has been leveraged and utilized in, in WWE. He sees how talent has been leveraged and utilized in AEW. He sees kind of the creative freedom that they have. Punk fits that environment like a glove. And we'll talk later about another name uh, that might be in the same situation. But and look, look how well they've used their older stars in AEW. Look at that track record. Look how well Sting's been used. Look how well Chris Jericho has been used. Yeah, and I wouldn't even punk, I wouldn't even put Punk in that category. No. Know? I mean, but, he's especially cons- even considering that when he left seven and a half years ago, yeah, probably near his physical prime, yep. wrestling was a lot different. Like the the, the mid forties guys weren't growing on trees back then, even. Right. And now they are. And now your wrestling prime is closer to your late thirties, early forties, yeah, than ever because there's not a lot. I mean, even. AJ Styles, who you're not going to see doing a spiral tap any anymore these <laughs> days. You're not going to see him do a springboard shooting star to the outside. He does some of his his really best work from a character standpoint, from a promo standpoint. Uh, we're going to get to some of these super chats. My God, that we're going to spend a lot of time on this. I want to yeah. plug Fightful Select, guys. Um, please subscribe to Fightful Select. Even if you're like, oh, well, this stuff gets aggregated pretty quickly. It's a great way to support us and what we do. And not just just me, but Jeremy Lambert and Robert DeFelice and Gisberto Guzzo and Joe Holbert and Alex and Denise and all these people that that are doing really great work as well. It it all goes around. And noon Eastern tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a live Q&A on FightfulSelect.com so you can get your questions there as well. Uh, Dante says, Similar to Frank, Punk got me back into watching wrestling. I saw him on Raw, and he looked different than what was usually on TV. I find him and his story inspirational. You always hear of the airport effect where somebody just turns their head, and they go, oh, who's that? He was a bit of that because he had all the tattoos and stuff. Right. But he also looked like a normal human being, too. Yeah, and, and he also, I mean, he was always, you know, he always had the reputation of kind of being anti-authority. And obviously, if, you know, not that not that he's apples to apples to Stone Cold Steve Austin, but that's what made Stone Cold Steve Austin hot. And of course, the pipe bomb promo. Punk always came off like a guy who did not give a shit if he got fired or not. Yeah, that's how he came off. And I, I think that there was a certain appeal for that. And uh, and you know what? He seems to be like like that in real life. I can't profess to know him because I don't, but he seems yes. to be like that in real life, too. 
That's why I and, wish he didn't hate us, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like generally what he stands for. He's a fascinating guy. Yeah. I admire the fact that he tried his hand at MMA. I, I absolutely agree. Absolutely yeah. agree. The, the ball is just to step into the cage. Yeah. You know, and and uh, and that takes balls. And a lot of guys will kind of talk about how oh, I could do Buddy, that. I could do that. I, I called hundreds of fights and a lot of the fights, I, I would say probably half the fights that I called commentary from ringside were people in their first fight ever. And when they get in the ring and they're standing across from somebody they know can kick their ass for the first time. Yeah. And they finally hear a, a, a ring announcer like Rick Toms as he's staring them in the eye, screaming their name through a microphone in front of their loved ones. And they go, oh, shit. Yeah. This is happening. I can't tell you the number of times I've seen somebody like that get punched and fall over 10 seconds later. Yep. Uh, we got Dylan Bishop saying, would you suspect this could be the bigger than Andrade thing? Meltzer has said he's feeling coming at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show. No, I don't think so. I think that AEW's got a lot of stuff in the works. Um, but Chicago's the place for him. I, w- I would say so. Now, I, I do yeah. want to specify, guys. I have not reported that he's coming back. I have not yep. reported all out. I have not reported yep. anything like that because I don't know. I haven't gotten any confirmation on that. Yeah, that's pretty logical. And 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 uh, Chicago would go ape shit. And here's another cool thing. Cult of Personality is not a WWE property. Exactly. So they can very easily hit that music and Chicago would go ballistic. That would be a great visual. I appreciate the kind words, Matt and Caleb. New Punk Rant says, I'd scream and cheer so loud if Punk shows up at All Out by GTSing Kenny Omega after he loses the belt. I love Punk till the end. Well, that would be a, a hell of a, a way to debut. Ricardo, thank you very much for, for the, the kind words as well. And Some Stupid Punk says, hello to all the new subs. Stick around for the best wrestling news and review content. We dropped a, a great a couple of great interviews this week. Raquel Gonzalez and Mojo Rawley. I know a lot of you will sleep on that Mojo Rawley interview. Man, he's he is a ball of energy and so much fun. Uh, Brian Medina says Punk versus Omega and and versus Y2J. Punk versus Mox. Yeah, there there are a whole bunch of fresh matches, Jimmy. Even yep. like his last year, he there the Shield matches were done to death. But you mean to tell me that? Punk versus Moxley wouldn't draw now. It absolutely would. Absolutely. Like you said, there's so many fresh matchups. I'd even love to see Punk and AJ, Miro and Lana. Yeah. Oh, you know my gosh. I mean? There's give so me, much stuff they can do. Give me AJ Lee and Britt Baker going back and forth on a microphone, please. Right. That's, 100%. 100%. I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't even know if she wants to do it anymore, but she was a great talent, too, in her own right. She was. She, yeah. she was the most fascinating character on the show for, yeah, for the summer. Uh, Bob Green says, breaking news, boy. Oh, I appreciate that. And uh, Rob Reed says, the best part is he can come out to cult of personality and they can't do a thing about it. Yep. They they might not have the rights to the Kill Switch Engage song either. Like that that might be completely separate. Uh, punk says, or some stupid punk says, here to give tribute to the man, Jimmy Van, and the best SRS. As CM Punk burned through his goodwill with fans by now, no, not based on the reaction that I've seen. No, no, and and the thing is, is I mean, we're, we're seeing it in the super chats, and and we've seen it with the Bible Select reaction. But even just when Punk posts something on Twitter, he is still over. He is still over, and and you know the the fan base that uh, that uh, has kind of stuck with AEW, kind of a younger fan base. That's kind of a punk punk fan. You know what I mean? In terms of the demo of that fan base. No, he. I think he would be special in uh, in AEW. There's a lot of potential. Here's an interesting point to kind of uh, debate. If he signs with AEW, he said uh, Eric says he'd have Punk debut on the first Rampage, which is the Friday before. Now, also uh, the the Dynamite before. 
is in Chicago. Would you have him debut the Friday or Wednesday before to increase the pay-per-view buys, pop a rating, or would you be like, okay, you have to come to All Out to maybe see this surprise? That's, that's a conundrum right there. So it's interesting you say that because we've talked before about how the business model has changed for WWE and how now it's kind of in WWE's best interest, although Peacock changes the game a little. But otherwise, we always said it was in their best interest to have big things happen on Raw and SmackDown because that's your moneymaker. However, um, I believe All Out is the place. I, okay. I believe I believe that you want it to be a surprise. I, I think that the trickle effect business-wise will, will, will catch up anyway. Uh, the, the numbers would be there for the next Dynamite afterwards too. So I, I think maybe uh, maybe you uh, you salvage a little bit of buys that maybe you would have had otherwise if you promoted them sooner for All Out, thinking about the long-term impact. You want that surprise element, I think. Frank Aguilera says, Punk single-handedly got me back into wrestling 2011 after four years off. That happened with a whole lot of people and the pipe bomb. They were very, very excited about this, this angle, and WWE rushed it. They really rushed it. Punk should have held that title until he lost it to The Rock. And probably... you know, argued that that match didn't need it either so uh that was one of the last times i can remember where real life and storyline really kind of you know one envelope the other you didn't know what was going to happen punk won the belt his contract had expired you know what i mean obviously you knew vince a man okay they gave him the belt over sandy he must have resigned because vince wouldn't do it otherwise yeah but it was still so up in the air remember punk was really trolling he'd he'd post the picture of the belt in the fridge and say that's where it's going to stay and that was a great time in the period of wrestling until until uh, until Hunter beat him one two three, and uh, that was kind of the end of that. But and uh, even even Del Rio beating him like the money the cash in like come right, on right. Tom talks rubbish says just saying if the Punk return doesn't happen don't hate on Sean he's just doing his job. Keep in mind I did not report that a return is happening because I don't know I right. I don't know I know that they've had conversations though serious conversations. Yes, yes. More enough for me to report this and be willing to, to you know, get called a hack by CM Punk on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Zach Barber says, if AEW gets Daniel Bryan and Punk on top of the worldwide network of wrestling, they've cultivated TK and he becomes the center of the wrestling world. I do think, and my guys, it ain't done even after that. I'll just say that. It ain't even done after that. So let's let's kind of add, uh, and I'm not going to call him, call him Daniel Bryan at this stage. I'm going to call him Brian Danielson. Let's talk about that to a degree, too, because somebody already uh, talked about uh, plans for Arthur Ashe. Uh, I believe it might have been Meltzer uh, that said that uh, Daniel Bryan is not part of WWE's plans in terms of merch. Do you think he is the surprise that they're teasing for Arthur Ashe, or do you think that, uh, that Brian Danielson might be on his way in there as well? Because... You look at I, a guy like Mox, I could see I could see Brian wanting a piece of the, of, of that kind of package. I think that, that Brian probably is that, but um also AEW hasn't been teasing this. Other people have. And Christian like didn't sign his deal until the day before. So like, you really never know how that can play out. I applied for credentials at Arthur Ashe. Oh, did you? Like it's got such buzz that I was like, you know what? I will fly to New York and do an overnight just to be at that show in that environment, see what I can experience there. I uh, uh, absolutely did, and I'll, I'll do it. Don't know if they'll let me in the building for Chicago now. That might be. <laughs> hopefully, they do. Uh, I was, yeah, but I, I think that could be the case. Holy crap! Like the the super chats that we've got are just unreal. Charlie Davis says, "I know this isn't what everybody's talking about, but any idea if the Bucks." 
and Kenny are going to be at the New Japan show in L.A.? I thought you'd mention. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I keep getting teased about something big even besides this. So it's like, like who knows, man? Like I, nothing, nothing is off the table in wrestling. Nothing well, is off the table in wrestling right outside now. Of, outside of, outside WWE. of WWE, correct. And Raphael thanks us for our work. Hey, thank you so much, Raphael. He's he's a good friend of the show, great guy. Uh, Mike D says, do you think Vince sees all these rumors, swoops in and makes Punk an offer he can't refuse? Um, I if if I knew about this, Vince McMahon has heard about this already, for sure. Like, there's no way I'm hearing about this before Vince McMahon does. Jimmy. And I honestly, I don't feel that Vince sees that value in Punk. Correct. I just don't. Hunter might. Uh, but I don't think Vince sees that value in punk. And uh, I mean, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, Sean. Obviously, when you when you look at the creation of AEW and when you look at who's to credit for the creation of AEW, and obviously Tony Khan's an easy one. Uh, his, 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 you know, family money and his lifelong wrestling fandom and going to the all in show, which kind of inspired him. Obviously, he's, he's, he was an influence. Cody Rhodes to a degree. Chris Jericho to a degree. You know who doesn't get enough credit? for helping the creation and success of AEW, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because it was because <laughs> it was it was because of Vince McMahon's creative ineptitude. And it was because of the way that he soured so much talent for so long that AEW was able was able to have legs. Think about Jericho, think about Moxley, think about Miro, FTR, Andrade, now maybe Punk, maybe Brian uh Brian Danielson. None of these guys were released. Miro was released, but he was underutilized. And now look at him in AEW crushing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, beca- it's because of Vince McMahon that AEW exists. And it's because of Vince McMahon that AEW has momentum. And uh, that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it certainly does. And I mean, that it kind of facilitated a, a big switch in 96 too. And we got Rob Reed saying, I don't like being that guy. But he thinks that Punk and Brian, Daniel Bryanson, or Brian Danielson, show up in AEW, it'd feel as close as Hall and Nash jumping at WCW. At least to him it would. Well, I mean, these it wouldn't be Punk jumping directly, but I mean, you could you could argue that uh, you wouldn't even have to argue. CM Punk was more established in WWE than Scott Hall was, and so was Daniel Bryan. Scott, 100%. I mean, a lot of people like to look back and imagine that Razor Ramon was like the top guy. He was there for like four years and was Intercontinental Champion and Integral. But Daniel Bryan and CM Punk were bigger stars than than he was at that absolutely, point. Absolutely, absolutely. Diesel, Diesel, maybe not so much. He was the WWE champion for a year, but you could argue yeah. that CM Punk was right up there as well. Yeah, Nash, uh, Nash, I'd say, I'd say comparable. Bryan, I probably wouldn't. Bryan for a for a short period of time was also. Uh, this is a period where WWE was watched by probably as many people, if not more, while Bryan was there for a decade. Diesel was there for another three, four years. Punk was there for seven, eight years. Like these were established runs. The internet was around, so it was easily more easily accessible. Uh, we got a Demon Diva saying, "I don't care what happens. I pulled my CM Punk shirt out of retirement as soon as I read that. Keep up the good work. I appreciate all the, the kind words." Asian Joe saying, "We're the best in the world at what we do. At what we do, Matt <laughs> Reichel. What we does. <laughs> Matt Reichel saying that we broke the internet." Uh, Chris Townsend said that he popped hard because of the scoop, but he didn't poop hard because he's not Denise Salcedo. That is very important. You don't want to take big fat shits like Denise Salcedo. Okay. Uh, you what, mate? Calling me the scoop god. Well, thank you so much I, for the scoop lord, but you know, whatever. 
And Chris Rain says, thanks for the birthday present today early with the punk news. Well, happy early birthday. We got people like Mike Bond, CM Punk chanting, but we do have, have some actual super chats with some substance here. We got Kate Hensler, not, not to say those others that gave us our money didn't have substance. <laughs> but Kate says, Daniel Bryan being a free agent, the forbidden door being open just adds layers of intrigue. I lost my mind when this broke. Congrats and thanks. We've seen an awful lot of people jumping back and forth, Jimmy. I mean, it's just like, I don't know, but back and forth. Maybe, maybe fourth, not back. Well, lately. no, I mean other companies. Kazarian was at the Impact tapings. Oh, it's got Thunder Rosa yeah. doing a, an Impact Slammiversary thing. Switchblade, Jay White, and Impact. Yeah. Keep in mind, New Japan did not want to work with Impact Wrestling a couple years ago. Yes. Uh, Impact right. Wrestling or NWA did not want to work with Impact Wrestling a year and a half ago. That's all changed. Now, okay, when it comes to the NWA, I, I get it because obviously the NWA, they've kind of been uh, running on fumes. And so for them to be able to have any kind of an allegiance to another promotion that's got television and that's got publicity, that kind of makes sense. With New Japan, do you think it's a situation where, because, you know, Japan, things aren't great with COVID again, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, they haven't been able to, I think Ibushi now has got pneumonia and they, you know, they're canceling shows. And do you think New Japan is has decided to kind of change their viewpoint on impact because they want to tr- do what they can to stay relevant in the Western world? Yes. While they still work through all these issues. Yeah, I think they were they were caught off guard by AEW even forming, and they had U.S. plans then, so they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. Right. I thought they did really good with New Japan Strong last year, and Darren Young's a pretty good example. He Everybody in wrestling wrote him off. They thought, eh, he'll never be done. He's He showed what he could do at New Japan Strong. They're making the best. Like, they've got the roster NWA should have got, and they're having the type of stuff that they should have got. Right. Uh, Kieran George says he'd pay top dollars to see Punk and Eddie Kingston talk trash to each other. That'd be very good. That'd be Especially very Especially if they just let them shoot for fun. Oh, yeah. Because Punk can keep up, man. You know what I mean? So Josh Cardenas says uh, runs down the roster, and he said also the New Japan roster. Take my money. I fully believe Jimmy that in 2022, New Japan Impact, MLW, ROH, AAA, a, all those companies can sell out a major stadium. I think that they did all out. Look at all out. It sold out immediately. Yeah, they so can. You're, do you're a saying stadium. like a super, like a super class, a super show, right? A super right. show. Throw yeah. all the politics out the freaking window and get buzz. Ross says, if I get confirmation while I report it, yeah, of course I will. Steve says, heard anything about where AEW is going to air their pay per views? No, I know that BR is is like switching things up, but they have a while to figure that out. At worst, they can go on fight. At worst, they can go on fight, and they already have that relationship established for their UK stuff. So I'm sure that's an option. Uh, Almanac says there anyway in an altered dimension that punk can uh, that a punk return won't be a letdown due to unrealistic fan expectations. Of course, there, there's always the opportunity that the creative isn't good, that the in ring isn't good, that it's just poorly executed, Jimmy. Obviously, his first night in is going to be a home run no matter what. Uh, unless, you know, heaven forbid, he gets a Omega for the go to sleep and messes it up because he hasn't, he hasn't been in the ring in a long time. His first night in is going to be a home run regardless. It's going to be what happens when he gets in the ring with a guy that can go, like an Omega, and can keep up for 20 minutes. I don't know. I mean, the, the last time I saw Punk, he dropped a lot of weight, you know, because he, was, he, he had been doing MMA for a long time. He dropped a lot of weight. I don't know what he's looking like these but- days. That means less than ever in pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, his cardio should be pretty good. 
Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, until we see him in the ring, I don't know uh, how he's going to be. But uh, I don't know. I It was more than Punk's, you know, work in the ring that got him over. Yeah. It, was, it was his promos. It was the pipe bomb. It was all of that. And he still got all of that. And so if he does have any limitations in the ring, especially if, especially if you're in there like a pro with a pro like Omega or, yeah. or Moxley, they'll uh, they'll cover for that anyway. We have just so many super chats. This is all anybody wants to talk about today. And I, I and that's after a big WWE week, a gigantic WWE week. Well, we don't need to talk about Raw that much. Flow Flo Pro says the anticipation for what AEW has in store for fans is going to draw people to them. I just hope he sees how much people want him back in any form possible. That's the thing. People thought I was being sarcastic when he posted a tweet and says, Dirt Sheet should pay me for these tweets. And I said, no, we would legitimately pay him to write for us without it. Like people thought I was being a smart ass. And I was yep. like, no, he would be phenomenal at it. Yeah, I, would, I, I, I asked Sean, like, get him for the magazine. Yeah, I would love to have CM Punk doing a podcast, doing anything. And he would be paid to do it and he would be worth every dime. There's almost like no price that would like for hit for that. Like it, he's so good at it. Uh, Van Twin Blade says Punk returns, but he's doing color for Rampage. I, I think it's going to be uh, in, in the ring. I'm sure eventually he can, though. Sure. New, do New, Punk, New Punk says if he debuts it all out, that's a moment of the year. What are the chances of a Hoovy versus Jericho three match? Had to show you all love. You, I think it's more of a possibility than you all think. What's Hoovy doing these days? Still working. Is he? Yeah. Mexico? Uh, Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he worked killer carrying cross a few years ago. Why wouldn't he work Chris Jericho? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I could see, I mean, he worked this past weekend. I really? think. Yeah. Hoovy worked this past weekend in Mexico wow. for sure. Wow. Yeah. Cause I remember he was, he did the, the Fuerza a mania show a couple weeks ago. Um, the, yeah, he did that. And then he wrestled this past weekend. I remember hearing about that. I think it's possible. <laughs> Some stupid punk makes this little joke. Bruce says, kudos SRS, you do the right thing the right way, especially with these things uh, when not many do anymore. Not even a wrestling problem, journalism overall. I put in my bio that I'm a journalist in quotation marks because of the negative connotation. But no, there there are more reputable, good, accurate sources in wrestling right now than ever before. And that's not me like taking a shot at Dave or Mike or anybody because they are two of those Mm -hmm. good, accurate, reputable sources. It's just, there are more now than there's ever been. There's a whole lot of people. And there, there were at least two people in the media that I know that had heard about this and made their effort to do things the right way. So, I mean, I I don't think like I'm alone in this boat or anything. I think there's a, a ton of great sources out there. And to me, that's good because that might change the perception and we might not have like former WWE stars blaming the dirt sheets for everything when, you know, we, we did, we don't fire them. You know what? I, when I, when I heard that Ariel Hawani interview, uh, and if anybody, if anybody missed it, he was talking about, you know, you have sleep, UFC kind of blackballing him and his relationship yeah. being a weight and all that. I thought of you when I heard that interview, because of the fact that you've really become quickly over the last year, year and a half, you really become one of the top guys when it comes to breaking news. And I was telling Sean, when we talked about the punk thing, I was telling Sean about, I saw this interview with Dana White and Dana White, Dana White explained why he wasn't happy with Ariel Hawani. The reason why that he, you know, and what it was, and this is Dana White's acclaim. So it was UFC, it was whatever, whatever show it was when they announced Brock was coming back. So it wasn't UFC 200, but it was before that. And what they did was at the end of a pay-per-view, it might have been the start of the pay-per-view, whatever, they had a video as a little surprise teaser that Brock Lesnar was coming back. 
Ariel Hawani earlier that day broke it that Brock Lesnar was coming back to the UFC. And according to Dana White, that pissed him off because he claims Ariel never called him and never said, I heard this and never really gave him the opportunity to, you know, to to come up with something amicable. Ariel just kind of ran with it, according to Dana White. And so, Sean, again, credit to you. He knew this punk thing. And instead of running with it a week and a half ago, he reached out to the right people first. And so, and I I didn't want a an Ariel Hawani, Dana White situation. That situation turned me off of covering MMA full right, time. Right. Like, I didn't want to do it anymore because I thought that was gross, the way that Dana White treated Ariel Hawani. Right. Um, and I, I did make an effort to reach out. I did not get a confirmation from, from AEW, but I did make the effort. And I even said, like, listen, I don't want to get blackballed or anything. Like, that's not going to make me not run the story. Right. But I don't want to get blackballed. And I was, I was told... Uh, Tony Khan does not do business like that. He does not. And he do doesn't that. come off like he does either. He's been, you know? nothing, he's been nothing but totally respectful to me in my experiences, 100%. I, you know, I'll ask him uh, things here and there about injury updates. How's somebody doing? He's, he's not giving me scoops here, uh, yeah. but you know, it, he's always been respectful to me. And that's one of the reasons why I want, I, and this is an exclusive to AEW. I've went to Court Bauer. I've went to Scott Demore. I've went to higher ups in, a, in in WWE. I've went to higher ups in New Japan to confirm stories as well and let them know that I knew about stories as well. That's just what you do. It's what you do. And when you look at Khan, I mean, look at those post pay per view scrums. Vince yeah. McMahon would never do that. Wish he would. That'd be fascinating. Yeah. Oh, it would oh. be. It'd, be, it'd probably be the the most news, newsworthy thing in you know of the decade in wrestling. But Khan does them after every pay per view, and you can ask him whatever the hell you want contract stuff you can ask yeah. him whatever and he will answer it and i respect that about him uh we've got uh, a ton more super chats my god uh somebody says i hate idiots on twitter if punk doesn't show up today and you feel disappointed don't blame srs for reporting the news well i didn't report that but i mean there's gonna be people that whether he shows up or not i still got people coming at me for Zelina and alistair black and they literally reported those stories correctly uh, Sean says it's a crime. You guys don't have more subscribers. You deserve a hundred K at least. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> so, you know, so here, here, here's a little download thing. I'll tell you guys, and I'm not going to say a number. So Sean and I, you know, so I had a goal for select. Sean knows what it was. We hit the goal. Then maybe a week or two ago, we were talking and Sean said, so, you know, what's your vision for, for select? And I told him my next goal in terms of a number. Sean's like, never going to happen. I'm telling you, Sean Ross Sapp, it will. It will. We'll see. Oh, it will. It will. Rant says, AEW is making seismic moves. I'm so excited to be living in the timeline AEW exists in. It's been an anchor of my past uh, couple years. AEW is iconic. It has objectively, for me, made my job better. It's made my job more exciting. It's made my job more fun, without a doubt. And Matt and Caleb Graham saying, Bound for Glory could be epic. You don't know the ramifications this will have on other companies, Jimmy. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. And again, I want to say something to, to, to pro WWE fans because, you know, again, I grew up in a part of Canada where WWE was the only game in town. I'm a lifelong WWE fan, and I continue to kind of have a little bit of an allegiance to WWE as a fan just because I've always watched WWE. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Just because you're a devote WWE fan does not mean that you should at least have an open mind when it comes to another promotion. And when you look at just listen, listen to, to listen to what the wrestlers have had to say. Listen to why Jericho went to AEW. Listen to why Moxley went to AEW. Listen to why Brody Lee had gone to AEW, FTR, Andrade, Miro. There's a reason why they wanted to go there, and there's a reason why they seem to be pretty content now there. Yeah. Just be open-minded about it. You don't, you know, if you want to still be a pro WWE person, fine. But be open-minded to it, and assuming that that's where Punk does end up if he does return to, to wrestling, you can understand why. Why would he want to go back to WWE unless the paycheck was ludicrous? Why? Yeah. He wouldn't. Mike, well, Mike Preventure says WWE will not offer a blank check or a lot of money in creative freedom, and that's that's the reality of the situation. FTR did not leave WWE because of how they were booked. They left because of how the whole tag division was booked. Right. And Punk did see the the greater scale there. Uh, CM says Punk versus Kenta in a GTS on a pole match. That's that match is a draw if it ever happens. Too, in a GTS they... on a pole match. Yes. Yes. Okay. And Mike Bond says, glad we can hear Jimmy this week. Have any thoughts on a potential first program for Punk in AEW? I actually think that uh, uh Everybody seems to think Hangman's going to beat uh, Omega. That seems pretty logical. I know you think he might be transitional to MJF. Mm -hmm. So even though Omega and Punk sounds maybe the logical direction, I would love to see Punk at MJF. Yep. Can um, you imagine the promo, Sean? Can you imagine MJF walking out to Cult of Personality in Chicago, the dynamite before, all out? Oh, awesome. boy. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, that that would because the one thing I, I respect about NJF, even though he does kind of cross the line sometimes, and he's still young, and he'll kind of figure that out. He will say whatever the hell he wants, yes, he and Punk will say whatever the hell he wants, and uh, that to me would be fascinating for the promo work alone. Punk MJF. Raphael asked how many new subs this bring in today. I think about 150, um, roughly. Roughly, I mean, stuff like that gets aggregated really quick, and sometimes if you see me. Like I'll talk to people on Twitter and if they post something from behind our paywall, like immediately on Twitter, I'm like, what, what's the point? Like you're, you're not even making money off of that. You're just 
undermining what we do. But I knew this was going to get out there immediately. And yeah. I was like, well, whatever. This is, even if we got zero subs, it's like this is a loss leader. So every single website on the internet is going to have Fightful Select up there like yeah and not just that but it's it's again it's it's been one in many so like people people that sign up they know okay you got the punk thing today there's gonna be more oh there there sure is there's gonna be more punk stuff this week i told jimmy that off air i've I've already got more punk stuff i've got lots of updates this week nathan says what do you think of ollie davis's comment where he said that nxt isn't a developmental brand for wwe but for aew damn um they AEW has picked up an awful lot of performance center talent and done well with them, Jimmy. So you know what? I guess we'll talk about carrying cross. So I um well, well I, let's let's hold off for that. we we've got so much punk stuff. All right, all right, let's finish ridiculous. the punk stuff. Let's finish the punk stuff. Oh, finish it. We're we're, we're people are talking about it nonstop. <laughs> okay, okay. Denise is just uh, super chatting because she's in a good mood today. Uh, but Matt Rubin says gonna go see AEW and NYC and was already excited about seeing D- Brian Daniel Bryant. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want AEW to trademark <laughs> Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> we it. should Let's do it. We should trademark. Maybe it. I will. Maybe I will. Uh, Dustin G says, "Speaking of punkies and cult of personality, do you think if uh, Danielson signs, they'll get the final countdown?" Yeah, I do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I absolutely believe Tony. Tony, you got to remember, Tony's Tony, a sports guy too. Well, not just that, but Tony Khan himself has admitted that he became a fan during that Ring of Honor time. Yeah. So, and he was big into that era. Absolutely, I expect that they would get that for Brian. Quick plug, guys, even though they're not a sponsor, go to allform.com slash Fightful and buy a freaking sofa because they're awesome. Just wanted to throw that out there. If you if you like Helix mattresses, you're going to like allform.com slash Fightful. Some stupid punk says, Impact claims they've never been closer with ROH. They, they claim that to me. Uh, and he says, imagine punk leading an ROH invasion of aw impact and that's what brings them to the talent share i don't see it Nah, i don't see it either people, people look at him as more of a wwe guy now yeah mike preventure says surprises in wrestling are much more interesting when it's not just a surprise coming from within a company but a surprise from within the industry so you know I, that it is not lost on me guys that this could have been a big surprise uh for sure like is not lost on me but this would have been reported by somebody else not just 100 would have not just that but unless aew puts up the graphic you know cm punk is all elite with a with a with a date and everything like unless they come straight up and say it like they did with say big show it's still a surprise yeah they say nothing until all out and then they hit called the personality at all out it's still a surprise and it will still get a big pot yeah uh david hancock says you have to believe any punk dot Danielson, my God, I'm never going to get used to his name. I swear to God. He said you, you'd have to th- believe that would be it'd be structured like Mox's with New Japan, AEW stuff. Yeah, I he's got that pull for sure. He's and got Brian's that been pull. very specific about that. that that's yeah. what he wants to do. He will, I absolutely, he will have a Mox deal for sure. Jay Love says, I don't think Punk signs without a huge deal fully guaranteed. The second rate show has to pay more to get him. I don't think Punk sees AEW as a second rate show. Um, most people within the industry doesn't don't. I mean, I hate to tell you guys this, but when the releases happened and I was talking to a wrestler in the company in WWE, I was like, Hey, I think some releases are coming. I, I don't know if I showed you this message, Jimmy, but the person said, Oh, is my name on the list? And I said, no. And that person said, well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have been heartbroken because I'm tearing up watching jungle boys entrance right now. Right. I guess Omega. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. Or I think, I think it was, it was uh, whatever week that double or nothing was, it was that yeah. week. And, and, you know, I, I don't know the exact numbers because I don't have it in front of me, but if I remember right, I think dynamite's peak quarter so far was around 1.2 yeah. million viewers. Raw's low, I believe was around one, four. Is that right? Yeah. Like it's like this. And and who would have thought, you know, uh Raw's getting 265 million a year from USA and AEW's not getting 265 million a year from TNT. I'm telling you, the difference between the peak and the lows of this. Yeah. And and so you can no longer look at it as AEW against NXT. It's just not realistic. Uh CR says, here's something that's not punk related. Do you think Archer takes the belt off Moxley tonight and we get a new Japan show up, guy show up at the end of the show? At some point, Archer's got to win a title match or just not be in him because it's it's about to be the giant that cried wolf. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. I I, I still think Mox is, Mox is hot. I still think he's got some momentum. The Mox is hot. The Mox, the Mox is, is hot. hot. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a Lil Wayne reference that you will not get, Jimmy. I zero idea, and I <laughs> nope. And and you know what? No idea. No idea. Jonathan says Punk versus MJF promo would be tremendous. I would also like to see his AFI theme return that was a good one uh hannah says shout out to sean for doing things the right way take the weekend off and get some rest i am going on vacation friday to denver i'm very excited about it but you're still going to get scoops on fightfulselect.com uh injection says do you think becky is over as punk yes i do i think she is just every bit as over as cm punk i was going to ask about becky later but i guess there's more punk stuff first yeah Oh my God! There's so much punk stuff. All right, let's ask about Becky. Th- this is going to be the the show of punk. This is the show yes. of punk today. Okay. Uh, I mean, we've got a post show, and I'm hoping we can just get through our super chats by then. We've got yeah. more. V- we got 23 or 2400 people watching right now. Our future gaming says a big super show with AEW, New Japan, AAA, Impact, ROH. I think you would have to add ML- MLW in there as well. They got some talent at TIA Bank Stadium in his back pocket. They can sell it out. Now, that's interesting because Jacksonville is not a destination. <laughs> it is not. But for that, do you think they could they could pull that off? Orlando's a destination. It's got one of the major airport hubs. Jacksonville I mean, is not like, too far. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just talking like they have access to TIAA. Oh, easily. for yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, you know what's interesting about this whole thing too? And it's one of the reasons why this whole forbidden door thing is kind of works. So when you, when you think back to super clash, uh, which I know is probably uh, uh, too old for a lot of our viewers to remember, it was when WWE was starting to kick everybody's ass. And so the remaining promotions at that time got together, the major promotions got together to do a super show because they thought that's how they could compete. The problem was these promoters were also protective of their own talent. No one could decide if they were doing co-promotional matches, who's going over and there was infighting and it never worked. Now, Tony Khan and AEW are in the driver's seat and every other promotion knows it. Now, I understand that New Japan is New Japan, AAA, two degrees, AAA. There is no way that Impact and Ring of Honor and and the NWA are going to push back on Tony Khan if, hey, we're going to let your talent be on this super show, but, you know, Moxley's beating your guy. I highly doubt sure. they'd be they'd be stupid to, to push back on that. And that's why a super show in this era with those promotions would work. Isn't he working with Stephen Amell on heels? He is, but he is not listed in the promotional materials that I've gotten so far as far as like scrums and all that. So uh, we'll see. Charlie Davis says, thanks for asking my last question. I only ask about the elite, the elite in New Japan because it seems like those three actually being in New Japan would be the thing to make me believe bad blood is actually gone. 
I don't think you want to believe that bad blood is actually gone. You want to think that Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa and Jay White hate this group that is pretending to be the elite over here. Uh, Ray Callen says, imagine an NFL player calling Schefter a dirt sheet. They do sometimes. People go at Adam Schefter and, and Woj and Shams and people like that. I'm not comparing myself to them, but it absolutely happens. It, it happens pretty often. Rob Reed says, I was expecting to listen to your boy to be all about carrying cross and the NXT burial. And woo boy, was there something bigger? Oh, I, yeah. I, I did save it for Wednesday. I did legitimately save it for Wednesday for a you reason. You did. Sean told me this morning, he said, uh, noon today, noon today. So I was, you know, I was ready. I even got antsy and I put it out like 1154. (laughs) It it was wild. In the minutes before I was about to post it, I had like six people message me about it. Really? Yes. Uh, Alex McCarthy, another media member, was like, hey, man, I heard this. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm about to post this. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's a good thing you did when you did. Yeah, I had the story prepared and everything. Uh, New Punk says, Amazed by how big dark and elevation feel. They have a direction and use a lot of the vlogs. It's one of those things you don't have to watch it, but it, it's it's fun to watch. And Kate says that Punk won't let Cena have the news cycle. Oh, C- Cena got his due. There's he did. no, yeah, yeah. He's not crying over nothing. Believe me. Yeah. Mike says, "Do you think Punk is more interested in coming back now at any point since he left WWE because so many companies are open to working together?" I don't think that hurts, Jimmy. All I'm going to say is I'm pretty sure the finances had everything to do with it. There we go. That's, well, that's my opinion. Justin Lopez says, with Tony coming from a sporting world, Sean, I'm sure he looks at you as an Adam Shafter or a Woes. You're just doing your job and well. I mean, we don't – like. I don't think I've ever had a phone conversation with him, uh, an extended in-person that wasn't in front of other people. It's, he's been very respectful to us, and and I, I, I will never forget how people treat me when they have nothing to gain. Ever, ever, ever. Um, and – I'll, I'll just say that he, he's been respectful. He's been very professional. I mean, there have been a lot of times that, you know, some of your colleagues in the newsbreaking world, even though maybe they're right eight times out of 10, when they're wrong, they get shit on because they seemingly did not attempt to confirm. And it seems like the criticism that you always hear whenever a story is wrong is the talent in question will come out, say, on Twitter and say, not only is it wrong, they never asked me. Yeah. And, and, and you, I, and you, to your credit, you always make that effort. I, I do make the effort if I have a direct line to them. And I mean, yeah. like, WWE's been great to work with of late. I, I've, I'll put them over over how they've been over the last month or two, all day long. They've been wonderful to us. I had a person from WWE called me and apologize for the Zelina tweets. Like, oh, listen, yeah. we know you did your due diligence. This is not how we feel. Obviously, we can't ask her to take that down. I'm like, no, if she wants to tweet it, she can tweet it. But right. they, they've been very good to deal with, too, uh, over the last couple months. Before that, not so much. Stinky Toffee says straight up uh, or straight edge punk versus drunk Adam Page. That would be interesting. It would be, but punk's going to be a babyface. There's no way around it. Cole says, assuming the talk works out, I wonder what has changed since the last time they were in talks. I don't know. And I haven't heard that much about when they were in talks, but yeah. it's probably money. Yeah. Uh, Jay, Jay Holler says, after trying WWE again with crowds and seeing it's the same as before, it really hits home how great it is. There's a real alternative with AEW. Look at look at the numbers. AEW, before the pandemic and after the pandemic, stayed yep. steady. Yep. WWE did not. People saw it. Bob Green says, 
was I dreaming right? I see Tony Khan like tweet on Twitter. Tony Khan follows Jeremy on Twitter. Oh, I know does that's, he? That's a nightmare scenario for Jimmy Van. <laughs> Tony Khan's about to start DMing me. Is, is Jeremy Lambert okay? Does does he need does he need anything? Okay. <laughs> if Jeremy's if Jeremy's watching this, I just want to let it be known that I asked that because I care. All right. That's why I asked Sean that. If I didn't care, I wouldn't say shit. I know. So there well, you, you know, if, if I see anything like that, I'll, I'll make sure he's all right. AEW got me back into wrestling after I hadn't watched since Punk left, says Joe Farrow. Really? Hadn't gotten into Impact as well. Still love WWE, but enjoying all shows. That Impact environment was electric, Jimmy. It was so much fun. Uh, I was I was really, really happy for that. So I haven't gotten to see the pay-per-view yet. Uh, I've seen clips here and there. I heard that you were all over the show. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, unfortunately. I was, I was not thrilled about that. I had people that were like, why didn't you look excited? And it's like, well, I go to pretty great lengths to keep my wife off of camera because of weirdos. And yeah. I'm not going to be like, hey, Impact, how dare you sit me front row? I was very happy to be there and very happy to be front row. But, yeah, I had that in my mind. I had this. Was she with thing. you at the show? Yeah. Okay, and and when they put you on camera, did they put your name on the screen, or did they acknowledge no, you were? No, but there was an impact person that joked that they were going to, and I said, oh, if you do, please put journalist in quotation marks when you do it. <laughs> I thought that would be a good a good uh, pop right there. I thought that'd be funny. Garrett says, long-time subscriber, first-time super chatter, mad credit to SRS for scooping what could be the biggest story of the year. We'll be subbing to select. We got more stuff coming this week. And Bobby says, what's going on? I'm just getting off work. Punk is back. We'll see. We'll see. Look, somebody else knows it. The block is hot. The block is hot. <sighs> they know. Wild Boy says, <laughs> if Punk does go to AEW, who could WWE bring in to do that same type of buzz? Nobody. That type of buzz would be Becky? a challenge. Yeah, no, because it's already expected. Yeah. You know, because she's already trolling. She's posting, hey, here I am outside the arena. Like, it's expected with Becky. You, you got to think somebody that's got the popularity where you just thought it's not going to happen. Yeah. And who's <laughs> left, Sean? Who's left? Rob Reed says, if SRS is having issues saying Brian Danielson, I'm hurting for Jim Ross. Oh, that <laughs> poor guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's gonna, I, he is going to call him Daniel Bryan at least a half a dozen times. Oh, man. And it, Absolutely. It is- Almanac says I'd literally, literally turn into a little giggling kid to ha- get a how blampy would book CM Punk and AEW. That'd be really good. I, I love Adam's stuff. Um, Gotham guy asks if we know cult of personality, uh, if it, if WWE owns the rights, they, they do not. No, no they no, do not no, at they all. Li- they licensed it. Punk versus Brian at all out. I'd be shocked, but whew, you know what? At all out. No, <laughs> but you want to, you want to know what would kick up some last minute buzz for AEW all out is if Daniel Bryan came out and went, yes, yes, yes. And then immediately cult of personality hit oh, and they got face would... to face. Oh my God. That, that... Don't even, don't even get the hose, Jimmy. I'm getting the water straight from the spigot. My head's just <laughs> right underneath it. That reminds oh, me of, that. do you remember when Taker came back and then Hunter came back on the same show and they didn't even yeah. say nothing. They just looked at each other. It'd be like that. It's like Taker got his big return moment, and then Hunter immediately got his big return moment too. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Joseph McBride says, why does everyone think Brian signed with AEW? With Total Bellas? I don't think he leaves the WWE family. Got some bad news for you, Joseph McBride. That show is ending. That show is over. It's done. Yeah, and I, I also 
I don't think there's that much of a correlation anymore. They, they've said they said they're going to end it sooner rather than later. And yeah. let me tell you, that show is not going to be the reason he sticks around. And the other uh, yeah. the other thing we should mention too, and again, th- this is this is just my opinion based on what I've heard. I don't know either guy, and I haven't talked to either guy. I think their motivations are different. I think that Brian is not motivated by money. I think that yeah. Brian is motivated by creative, artistic freedom, and different styles and promotions. I really, straight up, Punk's motivation is money, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Brian's motivation is artistic, you know, flexibility and stuff. Yeah. WWE just can't provide that. I mean, I'm sorry if you're a WWE fan. You've seen what they've done to like virtually every, look. Karrion Cross. Yeah. It is. It is what it is. Like like Brian. I don't think he, he's satisfied creatively in WWE. I just don't think he Brian. Is. You mean Brianson, as Hannah points out. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Injection says, "Do you know who went to who in terms of the talks?" I would almost guarantee. This is a hunch. I'd almost guarantee AEW went to Punk. Yes, because he's he's been he's been pretty honest about that. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Don says, what's the situation with Punk and Cabana? Not good, pal. Not good, pal. Gregory Nelson, thank you. Every once a month, this guy gives me the jump on the, the ringside collectibles AEW figure uh, pre-order. And it's always right as our show starting. Every single time. So in the minutes before I'm trying to pre-order these, those are a retirement plan for me, Jimmy. I'm oh, getting really? them. I'm stocking them away in a box. And in like 20 years, I'm going to sell them completely mint in Defender's. What I'm doing. Sean, do you know what do you know what uh, the demo of most of the buyers are of those action figures? What's that? You. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Jojo says, "Do you see AJ Lee returning to wrestling?" I think it's more possible now than ever before. I agree. I feel like, and and I've never had a conversation with AJ Lee, but I think maybe if she sees some of the creatively satisfying stuff on there, and she sees a Thunder Rosa, and she sees a Britt Baker, and Boy, let me tell you, I I ooh, I would just love to see Britt Baker cut a promo on CM Punk about his wife. And Give she can keep up, man. AJ Lee can keep up. She was yeah. a good promo. Uh, Rob Reed says, off subject, did you hear the pop Thunder Rosa got on dark last night? Oh, my God. So at Impact, they were they were like joking that it's like the Thunder Rosa pop now. Like, which oh, really? I love because everywhere she goes, she gets a major pop. Never had a bit of WWE exposure. Every interview we do with her does better than WWE numbers. It's yep. unreal. Like, there's a great picture my wife took of her. Like, I knew about the Thunder Rosa impact secret, but I knew about it off the record. And everybody, I think most people knew I knew it off the record, but I couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything because I couldn't get anybody to confirm it. That's how close it was kept. And there's this great picture of when CM Punk, or when uh, Thunder Rosa sees my wife and I, she gets a little grin, and my wife caught that moment perfectly in a picture. I was so happy about that, so happy to see her. She is an ambitious, self-made woman. She worked her ass off to become a citizen. She worked her ass off to get better after she says that she sucked in Lucha Underground, and now she is a top, top women's draw. And not only that, Jimmy, she's got Mission Pro Wrestling which is effectively the women's developmental territory for AEW now and couldn't be happier for that woman, a real badass woman. She, uh, she's the yeah. ultimate uh, globe trotting female in wrestling. Yes. All she needs now is, is, is get some new Japan time in. You know what I mean? She's been freaking everywhere. Well, I mean, they don't book women. So, well, what's the, what's their affiliated promotion? Strong. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's been to Japan. She's been over there. I think she went to stardom. Recently, uh, within the last year, a few or years well, ago, pre-COVID, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Daniel says if Brian goes to AEW, is there a chance the Bellas go too? I'd be shocked. 
I would be very shocked. Different. It's different. I mean, yeah. I, I I know that Nikki and Bree they they came to love wrestling, and and Nikki, as we talked about, she really worked hard on her body and and athleticism and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they were not AJ Lee. They were not Bailey. They were not lifelong fans. Johnny Laurinaitis found them in a modeling catalog, and and so I think they looked at WWE as a springboard yeah. to television careers. It's different. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Can't tell you how important that is to YouTube finding us or people finding us on YouTube. Also, a nice plug. I got a Matt Cardona interview I did in person this past weekend. His last interview before his big match with Nick Gage this weekend. Uh, Hale Hydra says, SRS crossover dream match, Punk versus Great Ocon. Also, while I'd given up on Punk returning and stopped talking about it, if I see it, I'll pop. I'd also given up on it, but... Uh, April Fool says, "How does the possibility of Punk versus Brian compare to AEW or in AEW compare to TNA getting Angle or WCW getting Hogan?" I don't think it's as big as WCW getting Hogan. No, I think it's as big as TNA getting Angle. Uh, I would say I would say Punk is bigger. Yeah, Punk is bigger than than Angle. Yeah, but I, nowhere near Hogan. No, uh, at, at that no. stage, no, not even in the same atmosphere. No. What did you think about that video that went uh, viral video of AEW and this is Impact Chance at Raw? I don't think of it. I don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, if WWE sucks, like I'm not going to chant that while talented people are in the ring. I would chant it maybe asses. between or something. I Rafael could not Garcia. believe. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just I could not believe that in a WWE produced post on Twitter. A WWE post on Twitter, they encouraged what chance yeah. uh, prior to live. I could not believe that whoever was in charge was so stupid and tone yeah. deaf that they would suggest it. And then what do they do? They what chanted John Cena. The, the wrestlers even tweeted, and they're like, don't do this. Uh, it's so disrespectful. And, yeah. and uh, MVP, to his credit, because the, the one thing I've noticed is that the guys have kind of learned, try, try to minimize that pause. Yeah. And just try to get the next sentence going. And when you do that, they'll typically stop. And MVP did. So I noticed that MVP, he would pause as short as he could, go with the next sentence. And after a while, they paused it. But I hate that. And Steve Austin is so proud of it, eh? He's so proud of it. Yeah. Rafael Garcia says, Thunder Rosa will be the women's PWI number one for 2021. Book it. Yeah, I think so, too. She should be. Her or or probably Britt. Yes. Vincent says, would love to see Punk in AEW. I originally started getting into wrestling because of him. I need Punk MJF. And Tyree says, maybe this is the wake-up call WWE needs. Well, I definitely need Punk and MJF. That's got to happen. I don't think this is going to be the wake-up call that they need. When also, you, I'm sorry, I was going to say, when you have li- when you have live fans back, when you have John Cena back, which was a big deal, when you have Goldberg back, which isn't as big a deal, but it is to Vince, I guess. When you have all of these things going for you, you got Roman Reigns is still the hottest thing in wrestling right now. You got Roman yeah. Reigns, and you produce the show that you produced on Monday. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Punk, Punk is not a wake-up call for them yeah. going to AEW. And also, um, Gregory saying, finally back at work and can afford to throw a few bucks your way. Well, thank you, Gregory. We appreciate you and appreciate you always giving me the drop on those those figures as well. But we did have a non-super chat, a non-punk super chat. that says, are you worried the sister wives, Fox USA, will prevent Big E from cashing in on Lashley on Raw since they got the women's money in the bank and Fox will force the issue? I love this reference that Denise brings up. She says that USA and Fox are like sister wives oh, arguing yeah. over. No, I get hell in a cell. No, I get John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> I, I love that reference. 
Love that. I mean, reference. come on, you're not going to tell me that USA did not tell this man about John Cena on Raw. Come on, yeah, come on. He's in the opening segment, which they announced in advance. Did the, the biggest quarter of the show. You're not going to tell me that USA didn't uh, poke, poke, nudge, 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 nudge that one. But in terms of Big E, I could see them waiting for a pay-per-view for that. So you'll you'll be able to appease everybody, I suppose. Well, guys, uh, even completely separate from this, I, I don't usually uh, don't usually wait until the end of a show to tell you guys about our sponsors. But please check out MagicSpoon.com. Uh, I recently lost, I think it was 16, 17 pounds in the in period of about uh, a month and a half, two months. And Magic Spoon was legitimately a big part of that. Uh, they got zero grams of sugar, th- 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving of Magic Spoon cereal. You know, I like drinking protein shakes and doing all that good stuff too, but this is such a good way to kick off a part of my day. And I can uh, eat it as a snack too. And they've got all the flavors that you love. So the cereal that you liked when you were younger doesn't make you feel guilty after you eat it. They've got cocoa fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon. You can build your own variety pack over there as well. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab your delicious cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful to save $5 off your order. I absolutely love Magic Spoon. They got some great new flavors that are coming out that I'm very excited about. Uh, but, I mean, they, they, they just keep adding flavors, and I really, really dig it. Uh, I do not push any products that I don't believe in. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. And my favorite thing is one serving fills me up. Meanwhile, other cereals, I'm constantly going back and forth, getting more bowls. So check them out. How often do you weigh yourself? Every morning. I, uh, you do? Weigh my, I weigh myself every morning and I put it in my the app on my phone. Yeah. You weigh yourself every morning. Yeah, just to kind of track and see how how much it fluctuates. But I was at I was at two hundred five, two hundred six in late April, and now I'm at like one eighty eight, one eighty nine. Right? Did I tell you my Chris Benoit story? I hope not. No, I I, I know I know you're not supposed to, but I, I I'm I'm going to tell the story. So sure. so he was in Toronto one time. A guy named Jeff Merrick, who I've talked about, he's good friends with him, and we were all out at this uh, bar or someplace. And Benoit told a story, and he's not the only wrestler, but he told a story. He says, I don't know what I weigh. I never weigh myself. What the ring announcer says is made up. Yep. Don't know what I weigh. And his explanation was, when I look in the mirror, and I think I look good, and I, and cosmetically I look the way I should look, but in my mind I should weigh a certain weight, and I jump on the scale, and I'm 10 pounds heavier than that. Shit, i got to lose 10 pounds. So, yeah, EC3 once told me he – told i think a ring announcer stop saying i'm like 242 i'm i've never been above 225 and i'm jacked like right if people can't see that i'm jacked that's their problem right well but what anyway what when benoit said that that ever since then and this is probably 20 years ago ever since then i i don't weigh myself except for like at the doctor for my physical Mm -hmm. because it made sense in your head you should weigh a certain amount but if you feel good and look good you know what i mean yeah, so oh, that that's more about I'm not worried about the number that I see. Yeah. I just do it to to track my track my health and stuff like that. If I look good and I'm 205 pounds, I don't care. But right, exactly. I didn't okay. feel like I look good and I want to <laughs> I want to freaking wrestle again yeah. for fun and I don't want to be out of shape when I do it. So That's okay cuz as soon as CM Punk finds out about this news, he's going to want to wrestle you. <sighs> I'd take that payday. Um <laughs> Jose says I love the exploding internet for the news, but goddamn I'm excited for Denise Salcedo and straight to hell. Oh my gosh, Denise is is great, and that's going to be good. That's When's the last time you trained MMA? 
mm, about three weeks ago before think, my neck. How do you think you would do against Punk in an, MM, in, a, in an MMA fight? Probably not good. He trained with UFC. Like I've trained with UFC fighters and Bellator fighters, but uh, not recently. Like I haven't trained competitively in MMA for a couple of years. I, I basically trained cosmetically and to keep my technique up. He trained competitively with people for a, a solid few years. He'd probably beat my ass. The more I think uh. about it, you guys are like, you'd probably be in the same weight class. Yeah, probably. You guys are pretty much the same size. Probably. So I, mean, I, I, think, take that, I take that payday too. Yeah. No, I, no I, malice. No malice I, there. I'm going to start pushing this even though it'll never happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start pushing this. I think Sean Ross Sapp, CM Punk in a, in, a, in a charity MMA fight would be very entertaining. I don't want to do any gimmick bullshit like that. Uh, <laughs> Triple Stroke says, Omos said, uh, should learn from Brock how to sell like a big guy. He really does. That was some of the worst selling I've ever seen in Agreed. my life. Agreed. Kali level. 100%. Yeah. Some stupid punk says, is there a single place where wrestling fans can get an exclusive interviews, breaking news, entertaining videos and podcasts <laughs> and an awesome magazine? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because the Fightful magazine is out now. Take a look at that FightfulMag.com. We have Dam- the former Damien Sandow, Aaron Stevens, uh, writing in the Wrestlers Tribune. We've got a lot of good retro content about No Mercy, uh, the video game, SummerSlam 88. LJ and Customs. We've got a good feature on uh, from Evan Wheeler on Ronda Rousey's career. Jimmy even tells a story about how he trolled me by paying Roman Reigns to send a cameo. Yeah, it turned out really good too. It cameo did. Chronicles. It, yeah, it and, turned uh, out very good. And the, and the cover story: Roman Reigns against Kenny Omega, dream match. How it could happen. Uh, FightfulMeg.com. That's the July August issue. We're working on the next one now already. But uh, it looks great, I, and I expect to get my copy probably next week, and you too, Sean. Awesome. Grayman Media says, with NWA potentially working with Impact, AEW, New Japan, MLW, and ROH, how does this affect the Crockett Cup or World Tag League? Oh, man, honestly, I don't give NWA much thought outside of that women's show. And I was going to I, I got to watch Tyrus on that show. And I was going to say the same thing. I don't think that the, that the promoters in question give a shit. Yeah. Uh, whiskey says other than Roman, who would be a Hogan level signing for AEW? Cena, Cena would be an AEW or a Hogan level signing rock appearance. Uh, Becky, Becky would be close to it. I think maybe Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Maybe give me AJ Lee versus Britt Baker. AJ wrote a story for wonder woman, black and gold comic in the first issue. She's a talented woman. She really is people telling them to like spike and help the, the algorithm. Well, Guys, we have reached the end of the show. We went over by six or seven minutes. We're heading over to FightfulSelect.com and doing the post show right now. I appreciate you guys for showing us so much love. This has been one of our most super chatted weeks ever. Uh, This stuff is very important to us. Your support is very important to us. Uh, You guys helped make us a success during the pandemic, and that is not lost on me. I am right here after AEW Dynamite tonight to review that show with uh, Robert D. Felice and a, a probably happier than a pig in shit, Alex Pawlowski, after <laughs> yes. the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA title. Love that. So uh, thank so you it's, guys. It's, it's going to be happy graps. Oh, God, yeah. He His show was only 45 minutes last night, so I knew something nice was going on there. But, guys, thank you all so much. We're out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? 
Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.